0: You've heard the saying that there's two sides to every story. However, when you have multiple personalities with multiple stories, there's an infinite number of sides. Come take a journey with us as we explore those sides on Tito's and Tears with Ellen and Josh. Yo, we are live.
1: can you hear me is this good good. okay perfect yo okay okay well this is so cool i know (laughs) okay well guys
0: welcome to our very first episode of tito's and tears with ellen and josh so clearly i am josh
1: and clearly i am ellen
0: Yes. And this beautiful <laughs> podcast was birthed um, less than 24 hours ago when Ellen and I were, you know, three glasses deep
1: mm-hmm. of wine. Mm-hmm. And
0: we made a joke like, we should start a podcast where <laughs> we talk about all our issues, hence the tears. But our spin on it would be we would every episode drink Tito's, which every is.
1: Every episode. <laughs>
0: every that's a promise that is that is uh, integrity on our part so you can hear right here Mm -hmm. that's my
1: (laughs) that's my straw so we
0: yeah we're excited to see how this (laughs) (laughs) podcast this podcast progresses within the one episode as we delve into Artito's, which is a very uh, non-spawn brand of alcohol, specifically vodka for those uh, 21 and under. (laughs) For a disclaimer, for legal reasons, I am 22 and Ellen is 23. Uh, She's much older than me, and that's why she is our uh, source of wisdom for this podcast.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. So
0: we have exciting ideas for you. We have stories lined up. (laughs) Topics down the block, and if you know me and Ellen in person, you know we will talk for hours. We got stories, we got trauma,
1: yes, and trauma. We got
0: drama, you know. Ooh, oh, wait, I like
1: that. Yo, Did you just think yo. of that?
0: Hell yeah! Oh. Okay, so that was good. Um, what we're thinking. This might change, but what we're thinking for at least now, we would spend the first like you know ten, fifteen minutes chilling, just like this, ask some you know dumb questions, keep it light, and then each week we'll have a a nice old topic, you know, to to delve, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Um...
0: So I have some questions for you, Ellen. Are you ready? Okay.
1: Yeah. This is gonna bring just in.
0: this is here to just break the ice, you know, keep it light, keep it fresh, keep it natural. Bring it okay here's my first question wait wait hold on let's okay.
1: let's let's take a sip okay okay right. we need to start with the sip
0: okay cheers
1: thank you got it all right ask away
0: okay here's my first question okay um how are you <laughs> dude that was good right
1: Oh my gosh! Dude, I wish did that... you could see literally the tear that is rolling down my eye right now. Yo, did that
0: now. hit different?
1: That hit different.
0: Okay, so how has your um? You know, yeah. how are you? Take that um, question as you will.
1: I'm good, actually. What are you? I, exactly.
0: <laughs> and here come. We just took the Titos, and here come the t-
1: Here comes the tears. Here come the tears.
0: Okay. Um what have you been up to this quarantine
1: um i've been chilling i've been wait is this actually a- qu- your question for me
0: um yes, like
1: are we really going in like this yeah,
0: well, we can just well you you can go as in as you want, <laughs> but it's the- okay, okay,
1: wait, I think we should just let everyone know that we have no script for this, we have no oh. outline for this we're literally just talking as if we're in a phone call yeah and so, drinking tito's exactly and i would also like to preface that i say literally a lot yeah, yeah um yeah. i i realize about my that about myself so it's either i say literally or i have a speech impediment <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay but you know what maybe like when we re-listen to these recordings we'll see our unconscious you know uh-huh. ticks and habits, and maybe we can even uplift our public speaking skills in the future. Okay,
1: perfect. I need that because I'm also a slow speaker, so I hope no one's frustrated by this. But I'm doing good, Um, you know, seeing how I just put in, like, an entire, what is it, a shooter of Tito's into my cup. And I'm really normally not like that, but, you Mm. know, quarantine (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has been putting me in some sort of mood, especially with the uh, weather outside these days. It's yes, is like, you know, me. And also, me to, mm-hmm.
0: keep in mind that this is the day after um the wine night
1: exactly.
0: that birthed this podcast. Exactly. So,
1: I was, I was like three wine glasses deep into you know
0: this in it, just yeah, in it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Okay,
0: I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, here's. Here's another uh, a lighthearted one. How's that?
1: Okay, actually, I'm going to... Uh, okay, I'm really sorry, but... <clears throat> I'm going to speak like this now. Okay? What
0: the... <laughs> Did you just have a personality... Switch
1: <laughs>
0: Dude,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm going to retire dis- that personality. Personality disorder. I <laughs> with Caught the old and with the... N- stuff. <laughs> Wait, no, it's because I'm literally, I was laying on the floor, but, oh, okay. um, so I was, I was talking as if, you know, um, right, right, I was right. drunk, but I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. Okay. No. Yeah.
0: Rutgers so, did not get us Rutgers Exactly. Raise us for four years to get drunk off one.
1: Exactly. Season.
0: Thank you. Okay, okay. So here's my next question. Okay. And I hope it, I hope you have something cause this might <laughs> flop, but I got something in case it okay. does. Okay? All right. okay. What is your most irrational fear?
1: My most irrational fear?
0: Yes. It doesn't um, mean it has to be crazy irrational, but within your fears, which is the most irrational?
1: Most irrational fear? Yes. Um, the one thing that pops up into mind right now is mm-hmm. the fear that...
0: Stop. <laughs> uh, like, you could go either way, and I hope you go not that one.
1: <laughs> it's the fear that um, someone will get to know me and they'll hate me.
0: Ooh. so okay, that's okay. Okay. But that's um, not irrational.
1: No, that's pretty irrational because I think I'm a pretty cool person.
0: I mean, as we can inside. tell seven minutes in. Yeah. You know I'm I mean? a
1: pretty chill. Like I have a great personality. I'm pretty adaptable. Like I can be funny if I wanted. I'm pretty chill. I don't get mad that easily. Um, I'm really good to my parents. I'm really, yeah, I'm a good overall person. But I have this irrational fear that people will get to know me, like the the real me, which is like, um, a little noxious, a little weird, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, a little awkward, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they'll uh-huh. see that side of me and just they reject won't it. Let- exactly, because that has happened to me <laughs> oh, before.
0: That's, that's a different. That's a different. Yeah, that's a different. And
1: that's on insecurity, so. <laughs>
0: and that's on the door exactly (laughs) that'll be clear um season two
1: yeah so i kind of see where this podcast is going you know what i'm saying we start off joking and we're trying to like play jokes and we're trying to be silly but we go right in to like the insecurities yes i like this
0: i'm lounging i got my tito's Uh i'm good do you want to hear mine did you want to do you want to hear the one i prepared
1: yeah okay
0: most irrational let's hear it don't make me look stupid i am but i don't care you okay, know what i mean right, okay so my most irrational fear is i really hate when knives in the kitchen are pointed at me because they like my i have an older sister for those of you who don't know and she when I, she was like 10 so i was like eight she went through a huge huge like ghostbusters like haunted house like touring the Uh most haunted places of america fade you know like those kind of shows Uh and it lasted basically like almost two years where she would watch it every day and it would like mentally scar me so she watched there was like one episode where they brought in a priest to kind of like bless the house because it was haunted Uh and he started blessing the kitchen and there was a knife on the kitchen and it spun by itself and shot at him and it i mean like he it missed but it was like they were like this is a warning sign and when i saw that (laughs) I was eight, and I was fresh Ah. in my, like, you know, adolescence, like, growing into, like, formation of mind and personality, and that just stuck on, and from that point on, whenever I, even if it's, like, a huge-ass kitchen, and the knife is on the other side, but it's just pointed at me, I walk over, and I, like, I swivel it, which is, like, (laughs) yeah, it's, like, a fear that, like, people don't notice, because I'll just, like, you know, glide by real quick and, Uh like, just move it, you know? Even, like,
1: butter knives, like yeah, those...
0: bit your bit, even spoons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay, no, okay. Yeah, you know what okay, I mean, yeah. but do you
0: know what I like? It it stemmed from something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is the point? Okay. So yeah, that's what I believe is
1: mine. Okay, so um, I have an irrational fear of people not liking me, and yeah. you have an irrational fear of spoons. That's what <laughs> I got out of it. So.
0: Well, you know, I think. I think that that dynamic was beautiful. Though.
1: Okay, perfect. You want to know yeah. my question to you?
0: Yes, I'm ready. Okay,
1: but mine's like a whole scenario. Okay? Oh, okay. okay. I, I have one of those two. Okay. So, okay, okay. okay, you actually have one of two options. Um, So, you can choose. You want one or two. Oh,
0: shit. Okay, I'll take two.
1: Okay, perfect. That's the one I wanted oh! to ask you. Okay.
0: <laughs> perfect.
1: <laughs> okay, so... All right, scenario number two is, so this girl that you've liked for, like, years now, okay? Like, okay, okay, okay this girl is, like, mm-hmm. your 첫 sarang, or in English, your first love, okay? Yeah, one of. Your, yeah, one of your first loves. That's for another episode, okay? Yeah, that's an inside joke. Yeah, yeah, it's we we'll inside explain. Okay, me. yeah. Um, so this girl that you've liked for, like, forever, and you're still in love with her, Okay, ask you to take uh-huh. her home from like church or like a party. Okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> the juxtaposition.
0: She's, she's asking you to take her home from either church or a party. <laughs> or, or You're a church revealing party. too much about our, our college um, experience
1: <laughs> or a church it's, like, party. A too revealing. Church party, <laughs> okay. okay.
0: Yo, Bible study, Bible study. down. Okay,
1: let's just make it Bible study. Okay, yeah, yeah. but here's the catch. Okay, okay, one okay. of. Uh, one of, like, three catches in this scenario, okay? <laughs> One <laughs> is her house is three hours away, okay? Okay, okay.
0: Someone immediately came to mind <laughs> that I'll text you later. Okay. and Okay.
1: <laughs> Wait, because okay. someone also actually came into mind, too. but okay okay, okay, okay. Anyways, 45 minutes into the car ride, you have to dong. Okay, you have to poop. Ooh, oh, okay, okay? Okay, okay. This is only 45 minutes in the car ride. Forty-five minutes out of the three hours, okay. Uh But the next rest stop where you could find the nearest uh, restroom is Mm -hmm. fifteen miles away. Okay, so you that's a number. Yeah, so you gotta calculate that. That's like what, like thirty minutes away. Okay, you, (laughs) an attempt to hide a fart, right? (laughs) Because okay, you okay, you cough. But you end up pooping a little in your pants. Okay? Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> but here's... No, okay.
1: Here's... Yeah, okay. It, that happens, you know? Yeah. So the question is, do you end up telling her or would you act like nothing happened? And... and okay, I'll let you have the windows okay. down. Okay, for the rest of the ride. Oh,
0: okay, okay. But okay.
1: know that you have two hours and 15 more minutes and, <laughs> to hide this fart. Okay? Yeah. So would you yeah would you like tell her let her know that you had a little you know thong Uh or uh would you act like nothing happened oh okay so i'm gonna add this like a little i'm gonna add an additional thing you were planning on telling her that you liked her during the stride but this was before the 45 minutes so before so
0: it was premeditated Mm
1: exactly yep okay so would you tell her or would you just act like nothing happened and you would continue to tell her you like her Right. Okay. Uh,
0: Okay, here's the thing. Uh This is me, right? Mm -hmm. So me, I'm like a, you know, I'm a goofball. I'm a troll. Mm -hmm. I'm like a I'm like a let's keep the punigi light. Mm -hmm. Let's keep it fun, Mm -hmm. right? I would just say it as it's (laughs) happening. I would be like homegirl, I just shat because (laughs) Because I would do that any like if I you know you, if I was with uh-huh. you I would say that yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'd be like I literally just shit my pants like we're gonna go <laughs> we gotta go you know and you would laugh yeah. because you're like oh Josh like we'll talk about this on the podcast yeah. <laughs> but so I would just say it because if she you know finds it kind of funny mm-hmm. you know like oh, like you know maybe funny or like sympathizes or cute actually. No, I think if she sympathized, I would feel worse. You know what I mean? Because I would now I now I feel like a helpless baby <laughs> who can't like
1: it's not funny it. anymore. It's just sad. Yeah.
0: Like I would rather her be like, that's freaking disgusting yeah. than be like, oh my God, like don't be embarrassed. <laughs> like if she said don't be embarrassed, I would kill my like I would kill her both. Like we're both going down. So I would just say it because if she thinks it's funny, mm-hmm. then she's down. Like we're okay. good. And, like, I just left an impression.
1: Dude, it, I mean, oh, like, okay.
0: Yes. You think she's going to forget me? You thought.
1: No, she won't only forget you. She won't forget that smell either.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's the like thing. What time, am I going to say?
1: Oh, I... Yeah, every time like, she poops, oh. she's going to think of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: No, you know what? You know what's bad? If she, like, sympathizes with me, like, when we get to the rest stop, and I'm, like, wait here, she's like, do you want me to come with you? <laughs> I know like, you. Go. You stay in the car.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Okay. So that first of all, I appreciate this. You're what? Uh, pre- yeah. Met, you know this pristine planning.
1: Yeah. I. You know. I it was liked, Well thought out. Like. Yeah. I like two the detail minutes before this started. Yes. Yeah.
0: And you know what? At the end, I would still tell her I liked her to bring it full circle. Really? Because actually. No, that's too much in one yeah. That's like a role. Real... That's a... actually part of my poor discernment <laughs> because I actually would not. But I would leave it knowing that I made an impression on her. And she'll like think about me for a couple of days, whether that's good or bad. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. no press. Any press is good. press. Okay.
1: Yeah. You make a good yeah. point. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay.
0: Okay. That's so good. here's my last. My This is our, you know, to close okay. out our cute little Q&A. And okay. it's, a, it's a short one. So okay. we're good.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Would you rather have lice or a terrible, terrible stomach ache?
1: Oh, how long? Simple.
0: It's simple. Okay,
1: no, but how long is a stomach ache and how long would I have that lice?
0: Okay, here's what I was, my initial thought was. Okay.
1: Okay. So
0: either you have constant like acute lice so it's not like it's a chronic you know what i mean it's like not so intense uh-huh. but it's constantly there okay like it's constantly okay. bothering you but it's not like it's not like you can't freaking see because <laughs> you're just scratching your head all the time it's just you know you're constantly okay. a little itchy okay okay the stomach ache is terrible and you get it once every three days
1: dude i of course go for the lice
0: Really though, yes,
1: because it won't affect my life. Like if I have it w-
0: okay, it would it it does affect your life. Bro. Okay,
1: wait, like... Josh, I just want to ask you: Have you heard of the period?
0: The like a period uh, like or the, the, the menstruation
1: period? cycle? because yeah, I, I, I know, got I've that once worse. a month. I get chronic. I get no. Yeah, this is chronic pain. Technically, once a month, it's the same yeah. thing. Okay, I. Okay, okay, so I choose that. Fine. I do the stomach aches. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Wait, no, oh, wait, I think wait, I would do the said, lice. Wait, though. you said cr- like intense pain?
0: It's like a, it's an intense pain for three hours. Oh, let's what? Say, once every three hours. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: then I'd do lice. I don't care about it.
0: Yeah. Because you know what, what it is? Stomach aches. I feel like you can't sleep, you can't eat, mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. work. You exactly. Can't think. Yeah. I like, I'm having a lot of, um, like traumatic flashbacks of school when you have to poop yeah. you know <laughs>
1: you gotta hold it in
0: yeah okay okay which is honestly a pretty okay transition for our topic okay. today not the best I, but an okay i know it's our first you know time I mean?
1: it's our first, first podcasts. you know
0: what like you know listeners have some mercy you know in these in this economy just have Dude, some mercy Josh. On us, okay i'm okay?
1: not gonna lie we can't expect our listeners to be already 19 minutes in they're probably all left
0: All three of them. them. Ashley,
1: Juliet, Juliet, and Susanna. (laughs) I'm dead.
0: We both didn't mention (laughs) Hayon.
1: The type, the type nine, the type nine.
0: Love you, Hayon. We remembered you. She's
1: probably not even listening. It's fine. Yeah, she's not listening. She's she's playing Animal Crossing. (laughs) She's raising her stocks. She's, she's stalking right me. Okay, okay, okay. Let's okay, move okay. on.
0: So our our topic today, we have decided to honor the this month's Asian American Pacific Heritage mm-hmm. Month.
1: Come mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm.
0: And today we'll be talking about you know what generally it was like growing up as Asian Americans, specifically Korean Americans. You know, Ellen and I neither of us are very super political you know we're yeah. not very opinionated not super opinionated but we have some stories yeah we have some experiences. experiences so so don't think like oh my gosh American Asian American like I'm just gonna shut off because I've heard this all before we're just gonna bring a light you know mm-hmm. a little what do you call anecdotal commentary on
1: what it was exactly. like exactly so
0: do you think you should start or should I start
1: um you should start. You should set okay, off I'll, the tone. Yeah,
0: I'll set a brief okay. tone, and then we'll go through some. Okay, talks. cool. Okay, so you know, I'm both my parents are Korean, so for me it was a little different because I got that splash of Argentina on top of. Ooh, you know,
1: yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. So talk about identity crisis. Yes. Okay. So to explain, both my parents are fully Korean. Like they were born in Korea, both of them, and they come from a lineage of koreans um when my mom was two she moved to argentina when my dad was like four he moved to argentina and they actually both grew up there separately like they didn't know each other in argentina and then my mom lived there literally from two until she was like 20 or yeah 20 21 and then she moved to america to go to college and then my dad basically moved around the same time and so they met in america and so you know what are the odds you find another you know korean argentinian in new york so they got married and they had me and so for me growing up when i was born we strictly like first couple years we spoke spanish and um spanish was always around the house and i just picked it up like that and then uh My American side came when I started to go to school. So for me, I felt like... So actually, Korean was not very popular in my household because, you know, my mom only lived in Korea until she was two and my dad was four. Mm. So the majority of their upbringing was in Argentina. They both spoke Spanish better than they spoke English. So that's like kind of, you know, where I'm coming from. So when I went to school, I was kind of felt like... Okay, and I I grew up in California in, like, my adolescence, so I felt like, you know, there's not, there were not really Koreans around me, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't, like, too white, you know what I mean? It was like, we were, you know, we're in California, so you have some Hispanic people, you got some African American people, some white people, so I didn't feel different, and honestly, my whole life, I never really been bullied or, like, um, oh. like, outed as, like, a oh, you're Asian, you're weird. Dang. But for me, I think what I noticed, like, so I went, honestly, I would say, like, 90% of my life, not really feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm an Asian-American. Like, I don't fit in in this country. Never felt like that because, you know, I, I speak the language. I grew mm-hmm. up, was born <laughs> and grew up here. But I started noticing something kind of iffy, like, end of high school, Because I I went to a very competitive high school. Specifically, my grade was very academically competitive with each other for no reason. And Mm -hmm. so um, I felt like, okay, I'm going to, you know, everyone's studying really hard. So I'll study really hard too. But, oh, so in high school, I went to a very, very, very white high school. Like
1: Mm -hmm. only
0: Americans,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: all like Italians and Jewish people. And my graduating class had three Koreans, including me. And all three of us were, like, hella whitewashed. Like, Mm -hmm. you couldn't even tell.
1: (laughs) You couldn't even tell? You didn't know until you saw us. Okay. So
0: um, I felt when I started noticing things were a little different with me was when, you know, we're all working hard. We're all studying hard. It's probably I, so. I probably noticed a junior year, like that SAT college time, when it felt like when I succeeded in something, people would be like, "Oh, it's cause you're Asian," you know what I mean? And so it doesn't oh. seem racist because it's kind of a nice thing because you don't want to be yeah. like you don't want your race to be known to be dumb. Like it's uh-huh, kind of uh-huh. so I kind of didn't see it as a problem because I was like, "Oh, mm. it's kind of nice to you know be just seen as smart," but I kind of felt like it was like, "Oh, you." did well not because you worked hard but because you're just Asian and it like is in Uh, you already you know what uh I mean uh and so that was like kind of like the sprinklings and to kind of conclude my full like thought I noticed it the most when I started working because when I started working at the company I work at now there's a lot of Koreans like a lot of them and they tend to have very specific ways of handling business and managing and like so my direct manager was a korean woman and Mm -hmm. she was like fob like you know like the company was paying for her visa fob you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so she was just i noticed she was like a gate like she was like a sen you know yaja like First of all, she went to um, Georgetown Law School, and she got her, after law school, she got a PhD in law at NYU, and then this company recruited her, right? And she makes bank, and she came every day in her power suit. She, like, screamed authority, you know? Mm -hmm. But what I noticed was when we were in meetings, she never spoke up. It, like, you just knew, like, I I knew that she was, like, the smartest person in the room at some times, but she never spoke up. She never, like, interrupted people. She more was, like, respected because she was, like, she had good technical skills. Like, she was mm. good at writing. She knew the programs. She knew exactly, like, when the client asked for this, she knew exactly what they needed. So it was not, like, a, she was not really respected for her managerial talent, even though she had it people respected her because they knew she knew her stuff so i feel like sometimes that's like that's what differentiates let's say american people and korean people not as we're
1: we're american
0: you know what i mean okay white people okay (laughs)
1: okay white
0: people okay what i've this is not a fact this is just what i've experienced so far white people, they go in with presence. Like, they walk into a boardroom uh, and they own it, right? And uh-huh, honestly, uh-huh. this is not, like, because sometimes none of us know what we're talking about. But even I notice if white people don't know what they're talking about, they can say it like, like they're experts, yeah, you know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh. And, like, people, they have that, like, persuasive, you know, kind of quality. Whereas Korean people, they're kind of like, let's fly under the radar,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: but let's be good <clears throat> at what we do like what we do do you know what i mean yeah that's what i noticed okay yeah
1: yeah um well for me i guess well to start out i was born in pennsylvania Um, yeah not a lot of people know that about me but i was born in pennsylvania um i was raised there for a little bit but when i tell people like where my roots are is delaware (laughs) <laughs> because Delaware is where my last memory. I mean my first memory um was, I guess, um if if that's how you explain that, where yeah, yeah, um yeah. that's yeah, I was raised in Delaware. <clears throat> I'm back in Delaware. Holla! Um, I yeah, Holla. I love Delaware, but um yeah, uh I grew up in a very white um city uh, yes. i live in Hokeson, which Come is <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> which is like the probably like the most white caucasian populated place um in delaware and i attended a catholic school yes. um in for high school so you can probably imagine like i was the only korean <clears throat> like literally the only korean mm-hmm. um in my class in actually the entire school i was the only korean um i mean we had chinese international students but i mean i i didn't talk to them <laughs> um and unfortunately maybe because i was the only asian um i was okay i wasn't popular but i did have friends okay i feel that yeah so i wasn't like I didn't go partying in high school. I didn't like go crazy or anything like that, but I did like have like cool friends that I could eat lunch with. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe because I was like the only, you know, Asian present in that high school, I was made fun of. I wasn't bullied like the typical bullying you see in like TV shows or anything, but I mean, there's one. Okay. Let me just tell you the story. Oh, it it like it's traumatizing almost. Yeah, that's what we it,
0: heard, Tito's and tears. Yeah, Tito's
1: and tears exactly. Like these are the kind of things I think about before I go to sleep. Stop. But <laughs> <laughs> um I remember one time I was in like geometry or something. Let's mm-hmm. just say it was geometry, but there there was like a white guy that was sitting next to me and a white guy that was sitting behind me and um, I wasn't close to them at all Mm -hmm. um and I remember just like um they were like uh what's it whispering at each other and like doing like stupid stuff they're just stupid boys you know and I think this was like my sophomore year Mm -hmm. um and they wrote something on this piece of paper and the guy that was sitting next to me um crumpled it up and he threw it at me Mm -hmm. and he goes Look at the paper, and I crumpled. I like opened it up, you know. Like me being the cute Asian girl that I was, I was like, "Yo, this you, is it. This is my time. Stop. Like I'm about to get a <laughs> Quebec." You know what I'm saying? In, in
0: Delaware, like, in, Delaware. Humo- in Catholic school, uh,
1: exactly. We about to get a little flirty, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, um, <laughs> I opened it up, and he wrote North Korea and he go he looks at <clears throat> i looked at him after <throat> reading that and he looks at me he was like i just bombed you
0: i'm dead no
1: yes well like that de- get kinda, it like dead no like that <laughs> stop oh, that wait. kind of stuff like actually happens you know yeah, um, I mean, yes yeah and and let me tell you another time um a lot of people don't know this about me either but i was a part of odyssey of the mind which i don't i really don't want to explain it no i I really that's a whole episode yeah that is an entire episode dedicated to you that will be like a docu-series if podcasts have that kind of (laughs) Uh, season four my journey into this odyssey Odyssey of of the mind mind. okay (laughs) okay
0: okay. But,
1: but it's like this club this stupid club that i took for like you know college applications and stuff um but i did make it to worlds just wanted to put it out there um yeah you, I was, you tell them exactly yep um I was part of Odyssey of the Mind and we were doing like so we have to do like a performance um or like oh. and present our project to like oh. a bunch of people um in our in the state um what and, the hell yeah like all the all the like high school kids that are also part of Odyssey of the Mind in the state of Delaware like we all like you know, clicked up and we were watching each other's like um presentations and stuff. And this one kid he came up to me. Um I kinda knew him um because we went to like middle school together. Um <laughs> but he came up to me he was like Ellen I didn't realize this but you have an Asian accent. <laughs>
0: like, like no way.
1: Like <laughs> for real? Yeah. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean?
0: <laughs> what do you mean
1: no no, but seriously. no, like i had that happen and i was like what the hell does that mean like uh-huh. wait like what does that even mean and i remember yes. i got so insecure because i had freaking like worlds to go to and i'm not going to <laughs> present my you know um like project in an asian accent if people can't misunderstand but you know like people would say things like that to me and honestly like i thought that was racist um Mm -hmm. because i don't know i don't think i have an asian accent um last time let us know in the comments (laughs) (laughs) a sliding you know like slide into my dms if you think i have an asian accent i mean people tell me i have a country like country-esque almost, like, country, like, hood accent. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I see country. Yeah, though. but, I mean, I don't think I have an Asian accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've been called, you know how my last name is Yoon? So, my name mm-hmm. is Ellen Yoon. I've been called Yoon Yoon. Like, like that, <laughs> just like that. Not even Yoon Yoon, but, like, Yun <laughs> Yoon.
0: <Yeah>. Um,
1: <laughs> and for me, as an Asian, like, growing up, um, I was almost like taught to, I mean, not taught to, but maybe because of my childhood trauma of talking back to my parents um, yeah, season two, and, getting, season two. and getting whooped and beat. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. season two, season Amen, season two, Amen. Season two. Um, trauma.
1: Yeah, trauma. Um, I think like I had a hard time speaking up. So even in that case of when that guy threw that pe- crumpled up piece of paper at me um, and saying that I was South Korean and I just got bombed by North Korea, Um, I literally had to sit there. I didn't laugh and I didn't Mm -hmm. cry, but I had to sit there and just like receive it. Um, because Mm -hmm. I was too like scared almost, um, Mm -hmm. to say anything, you know? Um, and I still have that issue right now, um, where I don't know, I like have a hard time sticking up for myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I'm I'm okay at sticking up for other people, but when it comes to myself, for some reason, I, um, yeah, I just have a hard time. Like, I get very like hesitant, and you know, yeah,
0: yes, yo, you know what's crazy? Not to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. So you know how like so I was reading this article. I don't know where I read it. So if you want to fact check me, you can fact check me, Mm -hmm. but. I was reading this like, little excerpt on a um, study that someone did where they basically examined the Korean and the Jewish like, household upbringing style. Uh-huh. And they said that they noticed that first of all generally speaking i think it, the study was specifically done in men so i guess keep that in mind okay. But what they found was jewish men just technically generally speaking have more confidence in themselves than like korean and i think it was korean and japanese men so they were trying to figure out where the discrepancy came from mm-hmm. so it would so they would ask questions like um if you're given a project do you think you're capable of um like fulfilling it right or it's like if you if someone in your team has to give a presentation how likely are you to volunteer things like that so they found that just jewish people by far had more confidence in themselves oh. than um korean and uh japanese people so when they looked into the culture they found that when jewish people succeed they get the glory right like you did it mm-hmm, like mm-hmm like you know you're so smart you got this and that's why they build that up in like a very foundational stage and then they go off to go to great schools and get great jobs and then they become confident right Mm -hmm. whereas korean like let's say asian cultures when a child succeeds the parents get the glory where it's kind of like oh wait that makes sense yes like you sacrificed you did it like because you did x your child was able to do y right so they found that and they found on the flip side, if a Jewish person does something wrong, the parents take the blame. Where they're like, oh, I should have, you know, he didn't get into Harvard. I should have worked more so I could get him a tutor. And oh, I should have, uh-huh. um, you know, paid for his bill so he didn't have to get a job. So he has more time to study. Like that was like the Jewish culture. Whereas in Asian households, if the child does something wrong, the blame goes on the child. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't work hard. Mm-hmm. You didn't do it. So they found that just on that description. Okay, now that I think about this, I think I read this on subtle <laughs> <laughs> Makes
1: sense. Makes a very sense. credible source. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the the comments were very they love this. Uh-huh. So they were like that's what they found and I think that makes so that much makes sense. That makes so much and sense, in the, yeah. Like it literally clicked puzzles in my head that I didn't even know existed. And I don't think it's to the blame of, like, our parents or anything. It's just, like, the different pressures a culture has. You
1: mm. know what I mean? Okay, yes. so I have a question for you.
0: Yes, okay. Do you,
1: Would you raise your future kids the way that mm. your mom raised you?
0: Mm, I would say majority. You know, my f- initial reaction is yes. Okay. Because... I think one thing I do love about the Asian American experience is that (laughs) there's a huge respect for, like, elders. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that the reason why that's so important is because it translates into, like, all aspects of your life. If you're a Christian, how Mm -hmm, you view, like, mm -hmm. church leadership, Mm -hmm. when you start working, how you view your boss, Mm -hmm. how you treat your boss, generally how you just treat strangers. It's just, like, there's, like, a huge, like, you know, Honor presence when there's like in the Asian American realm. And you see it when, like, you watch a Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode and they're all like screaming and cursing at their mom, and you're like (laughs) traumatized at the thought. You know what I mean? And I think, like, as like sometimes white people, they can kind of have like a, oh, if my mom's my best friend, right? And like, that's cool, and I can go to her for anything. And I think that has great qualities. I would want my child to come with me for anything, Mm -hmm. but there has to be what my mom always told me is like, I'm before I'm your friend, I'm your mom. You know what I mean? Like, there has Mm -hmm. to be that line where it's like, yeah, we could. It's not like we're like, like, uh, like king and servant, (laughs) like, that you don't look me in the eyes. (laughs) I wouldn't mind that either. But yeah, I think I would. I would instill the honor. I would instill the work ethic. Yeah. But I would focus more on like <clears throat> making sure that they develop like a specific character, you know, mm-hmm. or helping them develop character more than like outward appearance. You know mm-hmm. what
1: I mean? Okay.
0: Because not to not to, you know different episode will be on the Enneagram. Ooh, but I was yes. reading about yeah, that's <laughs> but I was reading about Type Threes. And they were saying how threes grow up with their parents putting more pressure on how they looked more than how they felt. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I think I would like totally focus in on that. Like, I don't want you to just look good. I want you to like actually be mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, my question for okay. you. Okay. Um, so do you think, what do you think now that we're not adults, but we're not kids either. Mm-hmm. What do you think, now that we're kind of college graduates and working and whatnot, like, what do you think, the being an Asian American and growing up the way we did, what are advantages and disadvantages that you see now in your life from that?
1: Well, so what I see these days, now that I work, um, is that definitely, since we do have that stereotype of being you know hard working and smart mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it it's unfortunate, but um I do get special treatment, and I see that and it's really okay. sad to say, but I do get special treatment um compared to the other new people that start working um mm-hmm. where like I think there's more trust in me um mm-hmm. and Um, Yeah, so I honestly do. um, Yeah, I I think a lot of responsibility is put on me because they trust me. Um, And Mm -hmm. I They a lot of people at work don't really look down at me. Whereas, um, again, I don't want to get political here because, you know, this is literally just Tito and tears. Tito and tears with our three listeners. Exactly. Um, But... When I see how people treat uh, my African American coworkers, it's definitely more mm-hmm. like not professional, more lax, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in those, in that sense, I do see a little, you know, um, a little bit of uh special treatment. So I like an advantage. Yeah, an advantage exactly. Um, so yeah, that's. I see that. A disadvantage would be hmm actually Hmm,
0: maybe the fact that you can't think of one is a good thing.
1: (laughs) I mean like K-pop is popping off Um, like even Korean dramas are popping off right now. Like a few of my coworkers have watched Kingdom on Netflix and we (laughs) it's (laughs) so random. I mean they've watched Parasite like there's just, oh, yeah, true. because, because Korean, the Korean culture is like popping off here in America. Like, um, there's so many advantages of being Korean here true. because yeah. everyone's so interested in this culture. And, um, I'm so, I'm, I'm honestly so proud that I'm Korean. Um, I really mm-hmm. wouldn't be, you know, I really wouldn't want to be anything else except Korean. Um, hmm does
0: that make sense? Yeah. That does. And I feel like even, like, uh, my mom has said before, too, it's like Korea is such a small, like, literally, physically speaking, it's such a small country that, like, for us to pop off the way we did in literally probably, like, a span of not even 10 or 20 years, like, Korea just exploded culturally and everything. That it's so crazy to think, like, in America, you have, you know, thanks to our friends, I go to a lot of concerts. (laughs) I go and literally sometimes I'm the only Korean I feel like. Like, There's all, like, there's so many non-Koreans that love the music, what, you know, the culture, that it's crazy that such a dominant country like America could fall in love with, like, the country that's, like, the size of, like, a fist. You know what I mean? And I feel like, I was thinking about, like, advantages and disadvantages Mm -hmm. and, I didn't notice this advantage until you said you talked about yours, but I noticed, I realized now that when I go to work or, you know, when I did go to work (laughs) in person, it's like, um, you know, I'm in the New York space, the finance Mm. space. It's like the epitome of like alpha male, like, like fast paced and like, okay, I saw Wolf of Wall Street recently and that's definitely not what my work is like at all, but there is like, subtle truths Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where it's like people like curse a lot people have drinking they're like speed 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 like we gotta go 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 don't you know don't talk too long because i need to get the point and leave you know that kind of like environment that sometimes as a korean i feel like and this is like this could totally be wrong and it's just like my (laughs) my like insanity like uh the way I'm like it's fine my it like insane perception.
1: Us yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> they'll yeah. they'll forgive me. But sometimes I feel like when I just by being Korean you can kind of slow down like the mm. the tempo of mm. the room. Really? You know what I mean? Wow. Because especially as a because I feel like as a guy, especially uh-huh. and this is like maybe it's an advantage, maybe it's not, but like sometimes I I mean a lot of the time like there's a lot of koreans in my company but it's not a korean company so 90 percent of the time i'm the only korean in the room Uh still but if i walk into a room of all white males it's like there's a presence Uh you know Uh there's like a there's a like a temperature of the room climate and sometimes i feel like i walk in and they're a little like they kind of drop their guard a little Mm -hmm. bit and like they kind of because there's that kind of 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 feel like oh that like yeah you know what it is yeah what because I feel like it's not only a, it's not like a white thing. It's also a male mm. thing. Where if we're like, let's say you and I are two white males that enter a room, there's just like a weird comp- competitive nature where it's like, who's gonna be the alpha male? You know what I mean? But if I were to come into that as the third person, they kind of already are like, oh, he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna, he's not a threat mm. to us. So there's that drop of like the guard. You know what I mean? And maybe that's not a good, great thing. But I also feel like when you do become kind of like authoritative and you do take charge, people are like genuinely surprised because they don't expect that from Korean Oh, because we're people. so
1: quiet so and passive. That's
0: why. Passive. Yes. Yeah. That's why I feel like a lot of Korean people, they idolize, not idolize, but they look up to people who are Korean that have really strong personalities and they don't back down because it's like it's an anomaly basically. Mm-hmm. Like people want koreans people like korean or koreans like koreans that sometimes break the standard mm. sometimes like look out like Hwasa Ooh, and Mama yes. Mama. like she's I so like her. people look like yeah queen but it, i feel like it's because she first of all she's like an alpha woman and you don't see that a korean alpha woman is not like three words mm-hmm. you see in a sentence you know what i mean so that's where i feel i mean like i also can't really think of other, yeah, than, other the trauma, than the
1: trauma definitely you, but that's something yeah. that like that I feel like <laughs>
0: the advantages yeah, come with the price exactly <laughs> and we paid that age of six to like 12
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> With blood, and, sweat, and tears.
1: yep and that's that's on yeah. episode three okay
0: <laughs> and yeah that's on episode three all right so ellen do you have any you know concluding thoughts oh we thoughts, actually went over any... our time
1: Oh, okay. I know,
0: but you know what?
1: But that's Tito's and exactly. tears for you. Um. Any concluding thoughts? Well. Oh. Okay. I have one concluding thought, and this yes, might pop let's off go. another conversation, but I'm just gonna. I just need to that's say it fine. because I feel like my opinions matter. Okay. And I will not be they silenced do. no more as a as oh, a Korean American. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm dead. um Okay. I actually hated the new Lady Gaga and Blackpink song. And I know it's, like, number one on okay. the charts right now. Actually, but it's literally just... I I don't know where that song went. Like, it was going nowhere for me.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll take... First of all, I'll take that. Okay. That valid. Because you know what I feel like? I feel like it didn't have a chorus. It,
1: that's what I mean. It went nowhere. Like, I
0: feel like it's just verses. Like, it, there's no build-up and drop. It's just, like, a... It felt like, um, what were those, like, things you learn in, like, AP Lit, where it's, like, a Shakespearean sonnet, and it's, like, ten lines, and, like, it's, like, a specific, um, oh, I am a pent- pentameter. <laughs> like, it felt like they were just reciting a poem. like that, no-
1: Honestly, that song got popular probably because of clout. It wasn't even about the music or the lyrics. It was literally <clears throat> just because Lady Gaga and Blackpink came out with the song. And I was so, so disappointed.
0: Because not only does Lady Gaga have a huge following, but Blackpink has a huge following. And let me tell you from firsthand experience as a Blink, (laughs) we are thirsty for content. All right. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah, we should do
1: an episode on K-pop.
0: Wow. Oh, maybe we shouldn't. (laughs) That'll be eight hours. But I feel like, um, what is it? First. Oh, it's also two minutes
1: exactly
0: like really like actually like really two, two minutes, minutes for like
1: four of the black it's like five of them trying to sing an entire two minute song
0: and i wonder if they like did it together with or like blackpink just yeah i feel like they just recorded it in korea and lady gaga did it in america and she was <laughs> like thanks
1: like thank you thanks here's one million dollars for that short three thirty <laughs> second recording
0: Thanks, thanks. Here's your $78 million contract.
1: Yeah. I was so it was so underwhelming.
0: That's but that's the Korean experience represented in a song. Like it's two minutes, there's no build-up, and there's no drop. It's It's just like this. It's (laughs) just words. And I am (laughs)
1: pentameter. Pentameter. Okay, well.
0: Okay, that was a good conclusion. Well, thank you, Ellen, for that concluding thought. Mm -hmm. And yes, and honestly, that concludes our first episode of Tito's and Tea. Did you finish your drink, by the way? It's been gone. Oh shoot, I have like a little left, but it's a lot of melted ice too. Anyway, um, okay. Well, thank you, Juliet, Ashley, and Susanna, for listening. Um, We appreciate your um support and um we want to thank you if you're not one of those three people for listening we have great ideas in store you thought this was fun this was the ice i know get ready for like yeah get ready
1: i know for me i'm the type of person that ends up talking about boys and dating but i've really had to put that on pause for this episode so for y'all, y'all, you know, single ladies, or even, you know, taken ladies, um, if you're expecting a dating relationship podcast in the future, it's definitely coming. You know, don't fret. <laughs> please don't give up on us after this first <laughs> please. episode. Ooh, please,
0: <laughs> please, we need this. We need your validation.
1: Honestly, honestly I, I, I'm fine with just... Juliet and Ashley and Susanna watching this. Because, I mean, listening to this because I like talking and drinking, you know.
0: Yeah, honestly, I'm in. Yeah, it I'm in Tito's. it for
1: the Tito's and talk and tears. I'm in it for the tears. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready for the tears. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Well, yeah, we have great ideas in store. This was literally the icebreaker. We're literally just yeah. testing the yeah. equipment. <laughs> like, get ready for when we are settled, when we got a outline, and when we're ready to oh. go. Mm-hmm. But thanks for listening if you made it this far. And we will see you next dun, time. Dun, dun. Bye. bye, guys.